Welcome to One Dive at a Time, the official podcast of Neptune Warrior, healing heroes one dive at a time. Hey, I'm going to jump right into the show today, and that's because I've got a lot of information to cover, and it's it circles around an article that I wrote last year on how diving improves IQ. And what I was trying to say in the article is diving really helps to make our brains better. It offers problem solving, creativity, the creation of new neural pathways, as well as building social skills. Since that time, I've been doing quite a bit of research in the area. And what I found is a couple of articles that are really, really enlightening. Now, by the way, there is a book out there called Blue Mind by Wallace J. Nichols that I think is it really supports the idea that being around blue spaces or being around water has a lot of positive effects. Well, as I continue my research, the two, the two papers I found uh, really help to support not just blue water spaces, but also specifically scuba diving for veterans. And the first one's called The Beneficial Effects of Short-Term Exposure to Scuba Diving on Human Mental Health. And one of the first things that they stated is that both beach and scuba diving activities have positive effects for human mental health. They went on to say that exposure to outdoor blue spaces can help improve human health by reducing stress, promoting social relationships, and physical activity. Also included is the beneficial effects of short-term exposure to scuba diving on mental health. Uh, I'm sorry, that's actually another article I found, the beneficial effects, uh, or let me rephrase that. In the article, the beneficial effects of short-term exposure to scuba diving on mental health wrapped up their findings with evidence suggests that living or undertaking moderate physical activity near blue spaces, such as the coast, lakes, or rivers, is associated with better general health and well-being. It reduces anxiety and depression, creates opportunities for social interactions, and is linked to a better general mood. So, even though the, uh, you know, even with all that that's said in there, we know from what we're doing in Neptune does all of that. The creating social interactions and just the overall nature of our divers having better, better general overall health. And so, you know, it's always encouraging to find that kind of stuff. The other one is a paper that was, uh, in fact, the title of it is, Can Scuba Diving Offer Therapeutic Benefit to Military Veterans Experiencing Physical and Psychological Injuries as a Result of Combat? And this was done as a service evaluation of Depth Therapy UK. What they found is that participants reported a improvement in levels of anxiety, depression, and social functioning, and reduction in insomnia following involvement in organized scuba diving activities. And uh, they went on to say that implications for rehabilitation scuba as diving therapy, a few of the main areas here, Military combat can result in devastating chronic physical and or psychological injury. Current research suggests that a combination of medical and psychological therapy may prove 
to be the most beneficial for military veterans. Number three, scuba diving has the potential to benefit injured veterans due to the requirement of complete focus and the feeling of weightlessness underwater. Now I'm gonna stop right there for a second and remind you that in our breathe program, which is just somatic breathing techniques, yoga and high intensity focus while underwater and breathing uh, 30% or greater of uh, oxygen versus 21%, which is air, uh, that's what we do in, in Neptune. And we have found that again and again and again at that hyper-focus at depth. In fact, this has been, uh, when, when we do it at deeper depths, it's actually been, um, I guess, uh, solidified or, or uh, verified by Idaho Hyperbarics. We are doing hyperbaric therapy. So it's really cool to see this in, a, in another article. The article uh, evaluates whether scuba diving is an effective physical and psychological therapy and that uh, scuba diving benefited injured veterans in terms of chronic pain and relief of depression symptoms. So very, very good news on that front. I will take these and put them into the show notes for you with the, uh, with the, with the links to those studies. I think it's really important to see that. Now, in my article, I, I really followed a model that Gail Browning Dr. Gail Browning of Emergenetics uh, used on how Emergenetics improves IQ and, and EQ. And I, and I really used a lot of the same model for that. The first thing that I point out in my article was that diving helps to seek novelty. And, you know, while a lot of our areas is hardwired into us at birth through DNA, we also recreate these new neural pathways every time we experience something new and something different. Diving places uh, really, it, it, well, it, it, it puts you into these novel experiences from the very beginning. Now, my studies with Dr. John Johnson of Team Leadership Results, Dr. Johnson focused on how new and novel experiences are really a platform for creating the experiential learning environment. With diving, the fact that you're learning new concepts about how your bodies function underwater the motor skills required to perform drills, knowledge about the underwater environment while you're diving, as well as planning and preparing for dives, those all build neural pathways. And the more that you practice with those pathways, the more they become super highways. And I'll talk about that a little more in, in a moment. So, there comes a point that all divers, they feel like that they have set up this, you know, th that they're either, they've either gained mastery or they're gaining mastery at that point. What I always recommend is for divers to always take something new, new kinds of training, puts them into different kind of effects. I highly recommend a master scuba diver class because it gives you more opportunities to dive and really perfect. If you're already a, a, a master scuba diver or an instructor, or a dive master, go find different types of diving that you have not been exposed to before. I myself, I'm going to start taking side mount classes just so I can, just so that I can continue to grow. That's something I have not done in the past. I've been diving for 20 plus years. I've been teaching since 1998, but it's, but I have to keep growing myself. So the second area, challenge yourself. The first one was seek novelty. The second one is challenge yourself. 
And I think when asked, most of us would agree that it's life's experiences that really teach us the most. And we are wired so that we have to learn new things every day just to sustain ourselves. So like I discussed a moment ago, the pathway in which information travels uh, you know, through our brains or travels through the neurons on the brain is called the neural pathway. And that neural pathway, again, is created through life's experiences. Now, I want you to imagine that you have a cabin and, you, and your favorite dive spot, you go out and you buy this brand new, this homestead, or you, know, you, you go out and homestead has a cabin on it, and you find out that there is a great diving location just down this deer path or a rabbit trail. Well, if you start taking that, that you know, the first time you go down that rabbit trail, or first time you go down that deer trail, there's there's rocks in the way and there's there's stumps and might be things that that you know just inhibit walking. Well, the more that you walk up and down that trail, and certainly the more that you walk up and down that trail with scuba gear, what happens to the trail? What well, becomes to become evenly graded, and uh, you know maybe the path becomes wider. And then if you start bringing friends out, you bring one or two friends, and you go down that trail, it gets it gets even you know, more defined and, and wider. Then you start running scuba groups out there. Now, pretty soon, maybe you have to pave the, pave the pathway. So your secret little spot now is a, is a collection point for you and really, really good friends that you're taking out diving. And that path becomes really wide. That's what happens to your neural pathways as you go through new experiences and you take those experiences and start beginning to work them towards mastery. I happen to live in an area where we've got a few mud holes to dive. And at first they're a challenge. It's low visibility. They're easy silt out conditions. But the challenges come from diving those areas and maybe even going and out on a night dive in those areas. In one of my favorite areas, I do around 75 dives a year in just that one spot. For most dives, I or most of the times I'm diving that place, I enter from the same place. I follow my usual path. When I get underwater, I follow my usual path underwater to, to get to a dock where I look for things like lost sunglasses, uh, you know, watches, rings, whatever that, that happen to fall off that dock, fishing gear. And if I'm really lucky, I might find things like GoPros. Now, I'll also, I will also take friends out there and I'll back off and let them go find stuff. But to make it a challenge for me, I might enter a, from a different way and navigate about 200 yards to get to that dock. In fact, I go from the opposite side of the pond. Now, I started doing that so people wouldn't know my secret spot. But what I found is that it really improved my own navigation skills. It also gave me a whole different aspect when I start entering that dock area and I found that I was looking at it with really a new set of eyes. And because of it, I started finding new things. Uh, not, not just treasures, but I, but I found new things that were associated with the underwater, really with the underwater topography of that area. Now, by the way, coming in from the, the other side of the pond, I happen to find a GoPro and because of that, you get a dopamine response, which makes you want to repeat it, right? So I haven't found a GoPro since, but it, again, it's just building up that skill set as I'm challenging myself. Once you have acquired the basic scuba skills, you have to keep practicing. And you practice those skills so that you can master them. But rather than just practicing to master, 
find ways that you could challenge yourself and use different methods, different gear, different environmental challenges. If you are a summertime diver, go dive in the wintertime where you're using thicker wetsuits or maybe even a dry suit. You're using a thicker pair of gloves. Uh, one of the things I like to do is I try diving in different gear. I don't recommend that for everybody because the number one cause of accidents is diving in unfamiliar gear. But at the same time, if you're an experienced diver, try out different pieces of gear. If you normally dive with an 80 cubic, uh, you know, with a with a with a aluminum 80, go out and try steel 72s. Try diving some doubles. Get some different experiences. Simple things like going out, and I may challenge myself and take one of my fins off so that I can swim back to my exit point with just one fin. I might take things down and build, you know, build out a PVC pipe. And, and doing all these things really helps to build that mastery. Diving also solves an opportunity to really build your problem-solving skills as well as your, create, uh, your creativity. Again, building neural pathways. The more safe opportunities that we have to resolve basic issues in the water, and it's just gonna make us better divers. Now I go out and I rent the pool for people to come out and practice. Overwhelming, the people that come out and practice are my master scuba divers and my master and my master scuba diver candidates. And we try, it might be Matt Hayes one night bringing out a, uh, an old set of you know, double hose regulators for us all to try. It might be trying different techniques. We may try some supervised entanglement procedures, ditch and dons, all kinds of stuff. You know, entering the water as, as a bailout drill. All those things help to build, uh, you know, the neural pathways because we're, we're challenging ourselves. Trying to be creative. One of the things that we do is the underwater, or I'm sorry, the ultimate diving challenge that we do in the wintertime. And that helps to build a lot of skills. As a matter of fact, we're going to do a podcast specifically on the UDC and how it has really helped to, to improve people. That ties into doing things the hard way. I still practice long swims. I will wear thick gloves in, in a pool session so that I can improve that dexterity. I, I'm, or dexterity. I might hit the pool with a training session with a leaking mask. I might jump in with all my gear at the bottom and swim down and put it on, all that kind of stuff, right? Just doing things, purposely doing things the hard way while you practice. And then that way, when you get out into the live environment, it's not as hard. Now, I dive all throughout the wintertime. So right now, it's 22 degrees. Did a dive this morning. Felt good. It was cold, but I'm doing it the hard way. That makes me a better diver when I go to Cozumel or when I go to Hawaii because it but because I've been doing things the hard way, nothing, nothing's routine. I'm ready for things that might get thrown at me. And honestly, my diving in Hawaii or Roatan or Cozumel is always much better. The final one is networking. There's a whole network of people that are just like you, just like me, who want to increase their skill level. This is where we have built up our master scuba diver. And actually, it's where we've really built up our entire tribe in Neptune Warrior because they want to keep working and building their levels. Again, I keep saying it, we're in Idaho. The diving here could easily be written off as someplace that sucks to dive. And yet we have people that come out all the time because they're doing networking. 
They know that by, you know, by, by being with each other, it builds up that, those social interactions. And a lot of the great trips that are put together are put together out of those interactions. And by the way, our divers get complimented over and over and over again. It's a huge surprise. A dive master in Rotan might go, you're from Idaho? <laughs> and they don't expect really good diving skills, but because our divers do things the hard way, because our divers do challenge themselves, and because our divers go out and they seek novelty, it opens up those learning experiences to make them much better divers. All right, so I hope you check out the articles that I posted up here for you. And uh, make, you know, again, make sure you check out those articles. Uh, make sure you check out my blog. That's where you're gonna find that main article on how diving improves IQ. You got the scubarob.com. It's listed out there as well as neptunewarrior.org. Make sure you check us out on Facebook. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, scuba monk rob, as well as neptunewarrior.org. That's all I have for this episode. Remember, as long as you've got air, you're going to be all right. <laughs>